Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The report of this crime in Sioux City, Iowa, demonstrates how far we've fallen in 2020. Police there arrested 39-year-old Mark Gray Tuesday. He's believed to be responsible for a string of break-ins, including one at the Security National Bank on Pierce Street. Investigators say Gray smashed the glass door of the bank just after midnight Tuesday and entered the dark bank lobby. And while he could have rifled through desk drawers and other spots for something of value, I mean, it was a bank after all, the cash is locked up, but surely there's got to be something worth something around there. Police say dude just grabbed a bottle of hand sanitizer and then fled the scene. Which is about like a bar of gold anymore, Cliff, <laughs> if you can find that stuff. Yeah, that and those masks. <sighs> you buy those masks. <laughs> yeah. And Clorox wipes. Yep. Did you uh-huh. see that story yesterday? I did not see that story they yesterday. They claimed a couple yeah. of months ago that there would be plenty of Clorox uh-huh. wipes by uh-huh. July. Okay. And yesterday they came out and said... There won't be plenty until sometime next year. Oh, okay. And so with school starting and everybody grabbing every supply they yeah. possibly can, mm-hmm. we're going to be bartering, Cliff. That's <laughs> what it's going to be down to. I've got a container of wipes that I will trade you. <laughs> It'd be like, Psst, hey, buddy. <laughs> I'll be on the street corner in a long jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, maybe that's a bad image to have. Yeah, yeah we wouldn't uh, want to totally go with that. Yeah, I don't want the McGruff <laughs> look there. I'm sorry about that. You know, Cliff, something I'm kind of surprised about with all of the uh, mask wearing going on here in yeah. Indiana, I'm surprised uh-huh. I haven't seen some guy, and I know it would be a guy, walking yeah. around with a face tattoo of a mask. <laughs> I'm sure that's only a matter of time. I, 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 I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that. Wouldn't that not look impressive as can be, Cliff? <laughs> it would be interesting, yeah. We'd research into this story inspired by a series of text messages received yesterday at this program. As we had a listener who said he was researching what animal had the worst smelling poop. And you, my friend, reminded him that he was trying to drive in my lane. But it did start me thinking... What animal does have the worst smelling poop? Or perhaps the question is, what's the longest lasting bad smell ever? Or what's the worst smell ever? And so, with the aid of my colleagues at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast, I present this brief essay on things that smell bad. Now, the thing about science is not just whether or not something smells bad. Researchers want to know why and how. And so, They conducted a study 13 years ago looking at 1,500 properties of 150 different molecules in an attempt to establish a relationship between the pleasantness or disgustingness of a smell and its chemical properties. What the team from the University of California at Berkeley found was that molecular weight and electron density play a role in how something smells. But research also suggests that we are grossed out by smells that traditionally we needed to fear in order to survive. And that's why the tamandua, or lesser anteater, does what it does. The Central and South America rainforest dweller can emit a stink five to seven times worse than a skunk when threatened by a predator. And predators have learned to go away. And that's also why we don't like the smell, as humans, of hydrogen sulfide. It's poisonous, corrosive, and flammable. 
So humans should definitely stay away from it. But because it's a component of fart gas, we're around it every day in some small form. Astronomers also believe hydrogen sulfide is present in some form in the outer planets. And that's why Uranus smells like rotten eggs. And finally, let's talk about an archaeological dig now underway in the country of Denmark. A museum there excavating the site of a village dating to the 14th century. And the combination of climate and soil conditions has left the site extraordinarily well-preserved. So preserved that when they came across two barrels that had been buried, scientists were both excited and disgusted to find that they had been used as outhouses. And they were full of poop. And the 700-year-old poop still smelled like poop. <laughs> Let this be a lesson, Cliff, to everyone listening to this program. Yep. yep. Not everything that you think about should be sent in to us by text message. <laughs> Well, Cliff, this morning when I got to work, I was, um, yeah. I'm was i kind of still reeling from it a little bit. Uh-oh, what happened? Well, as soon as I pulled up in my vehicle and I got out of the yeah. car, they're yeah. standing right in the middle in front of our Country 98-1 door yeah. was a cat. There was a cat sitting, there. <laughs> they're just sitting there. Now, it's not the, the usual cat that hangs around here. I mean, it's a there has one. been historically a cat who's hung around. Right. I haven't but seen that cat this- in a while. Okay. But it was not that cat. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of cats at all. No. I would rather receive a message from Satan here. Because <laughs> he knows the number. <laughs> right. Than have a cat anywhere around. Yeah. And it all goes back to when I was a kid, I think. Because Uh-oh. my mom, okay. when I was 12, she thought it would be really fun to have a pet cat in the house. Okay. Which made my dad sick whenever he would see the cat. Okay. And I got tired of the little game the cat liked to play. Yeah. Which was hide and go puke. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever played that game with a cat, Cliff? uh, uh, Ironically, yeah. (laughs) And my problem with the game hide and go puke is because I didn't like the cat to begin with. Yeah. But I'm the puke collector. And I never did like that. <laughs> well, that's not a fun. That's not a fun part of the game. No, no. If if you want to play that game, puke collector, yeah, you want to be the person in charge of the game. Right. You want to be like the referee. I so. want to be the referee, and my mom <laughs> yeah. was always the referee. <laughs> and you were the. Uh, is that like a, considered a defense? Being on defense. If you're the puke collector? It was offensive, Cliff. It was very okay. offensive. I'm going to tell you that. So so let me ask you this then. Were you allowed to wait for the puke to cool down before you had to pick it up? You know, there wasn't any rules about that. It was just whenever it was spotted. Oh, okay. And I'll admit, yeah. there was some spotting by me that I never really you mentioned. The other way. Yeah. Uh-huh. I kind of looked the other way for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate that game. I didn't go puke. Your story after the 7 o'clock news. Yeah. Well, has one of our wonderful listeners a little riled up this morning. Okay. You ready for this voice message? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. Top of the morning to you, Bill McCracken. I've got a request. How about we move crap chat a little later in the morning so it's not during my breakfast? Put it back there. Maybe, oh, I don't know. We'll take it to the bank. They're both crap. <laughs> All right, now that's <laughs> okay. So apparently, Phil McCracken uh, doesn't understand the concept of 
just in time for breakfast. <laughs> yes. It's supposed to be the only time of the day that the truth is spoken. Yes. It's no, not... let's take it. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's just in time. Let's take it to no, the no, bank. Wait, so so this, this McCracken guy, Phil McCracken, he's Irish, right? He's from Ireland. Yeah, okay. Indiana. I mean, he's talking about what he eat, what, interfering with his breakfast. Yes. He probably eats something for breakfast they call bubble and squeak, <laughs> which I looked up. I'm like, well, so, okay, so what do the Irish eat for breakfast? Bubble and squeak is a traditional breakfast dish made from potatoes and cabbage. So bubble and squeak, therefore, is what's going on inside his colon after he has breakfast. <laughs> I think you're going to have to explain to me. What just in time for breakfast and take it to the bank is, Cliff. I seem to be confused this You're morning confused which, which one is which. That's okay. You can just live in confusion. That's All right. Fine. That's okay. Well, it's not a bad place to be. Cliff, this morning, Paul McCartney is saying that he found it very hurtful that people yeah. blamed him for breaking up the Beatles many years ago. And it was people blame him? Yes. It wasn't his fault. I know that. And that's <laughs> why. Go, oh, no. <laughs> and that's why he says it's hurtful that people think uh, that. Yeah. So he decided to hurt yeah. everyone by writing yeah. wonderful Christmas time for us that we get to play every <laughs> Christmas <right>. season. <laughs> we did this is a story that Professor Harold Hill tried to warn us about. He was, of course, the central character in the show, The Music Man who comes to a place called River City intent on conning the town's residents out of their money by signing kids up for music lessons that he never intended to give. In fact, he couldn't even play an instrument. He's able, though, to generate demand for his fake product in part by convincing parents that allowing their sons to hang out at the local billiard parlor will lead to nothing but trouble. And as the words to the song go, Trouble with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. Perhaps, though, there was a truth to the song, first sung on the Broadway stage in 1957, because police in Chicago called to a billiard hall early Tuesday after getting reports of a fight there. Officers arrived about 1.45 a.m. to calm things down at Chris's Billiards, an iconic spot where portions of the movie the Color of Money, starring Paul Newman and Tom Cruise, were filmed back in the mid-80s. No acting, though, Tuesday. Just seven people all getting medical treatment after brawling over a game of pool gone bad. Seven people. All members of the same family. <laughs> was it Leroy Brown's family, was it, Cliff? I hope not. Huh? <laughs> It wasn't the Browns, was it? No, I don't believe so. You know, they're a, they're a rowdy bunch, the Browns. That's right, yeah. <laughs> wow. Today is also National Underwear Day. <laughs> how would one celebrate National Underwear Day? I don't know, and I don't know how you could wish somebody a happy underwear day without them looking <laughs> at you like you're a fool. Well. <laughs> I mean, you... You're right. I mean, you're right, that. yeah. Walking yeah. up to somebody, Cliff, that you don't know, like at the convenience store, and saying, yeah. Happy Underwear Day. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, Cliff, I have no facts yeah. to go on this, just what I feel. Okay. I don't think there is a, a national Go Commando Day. <laughs> now, if there is, yeah. my apologies 
But let's just keep that as your own little secret if you know that there really is one, okay? I don't want to know that. All right. It's the 16th of September. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Cliff, the good news from Dolly Parton, or about Dolly Parton, is that Dolly is more entertaining than Mickey Mouse. (laughs) And I'd have to agree with that, Cliff. So was there like a survey or something, and that was the results of the... You know, what people thought? Yes. Okay. TripAdvisor polled users and decided the very best amusement parks in the world. Okay. And Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, bested California's Disneyland. Dolly World came in eighth, and Disney World came in 11th. And that's out of the entire world. That's amazing. That is amazing. Well, she knows how to do things. There's no doubt about that. Well, that's true. And it doesn't hurt that you're right there in the Smoky Mountains, and it's pretty awesome sights and sounds all there. And and every once in a while, you get to see Dolly's Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Did you not think this was going to (laughs) happen? Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cliff, you may know this one. And that's why I picked it. I'm hoping that you do. It's about astronauts in space. Ooh. Oh, okay. Cool. Did you know that astronauts in space can't do laundry? I did not know that. And their dirty clothes. And I don't really know how you could get your your clothes dirty in space because there's nothing really around, I would think, that would, you know... It's not like a you know a meteorite's coming by. It's got a little grease on it. You know, <laughs> more you well, got a little I smudge mean, there from that meteorite. I mean, they have they have to work out every day to maintain their strength, so they're going to sweat. Do you sweat in space? Well, yeah. I mean, that bodily function, among others, continues to work as normal in zero g. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. But they're dirty clothes. Yeah. However, they get them dirty. Yeah. They can't wash them. So at the International Space Station, what they do is they just send them out into space so that they burn up in Earth's atmosphere. (laughs) Oh, they do, huh? That's how they do it. That's interesting. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. Man, I love that song. It gets my blood (laughs) pumping, Cliff. Well, maybe not pumping, but I'm sloshing around pretty good right now, I'm telling you. (laughs) Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. I'm the puke collector, <laughs> which is part of the game you played as a child. Yes. Hide and go puke. Yes. You know, the answer to that is to get a dog <laughs> because the dog will then become the puke collector and you can just stand and watch. Go get him, boy. Go get it. <laughs> that's right. Number two, 700-year-old poop. Of course, that's always going to be number two. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, you can just live in confusion. It's not a bad place to be. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.